Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi and welcome to today's episode. This one is a bit of a, a bit of a different one, a bit more of a, I guess, an introspection kind of thinking one. It's sort of it, it's been triggered by a few events over the last couple of weeks where I like look at my my daughter who's seven and she just has this lovely joy and happiness um, about her. Normally, I mean, sometimes obviously she has her moods and tired just like the rest of us, but there's that sort of childlikeness and the way she sees the world she still has she still sees and interprets and and tries to make sense of things um but I, I kind of watch how she's how growing and developing and it's it's a wonderful thing to watch and then I was at a, at a workshop not long ago and there was you know a bunch of adults in a room and I, I looked around and I don't know what made me think of it I was like I wonder what these people were like as children <laughs> And I thought, how, like, what, what happens? We, we have this beautiful creativity, imagination, like uh, enthusiasm, lack of inhibitions, a certain degree of lack of judgment of ourselves and others, although we're, you know, children are quite self, self-focused, which I guess they, they have no point of reference really for anything else. Um, and then it's up to a parent to guide them through the process of at least being considerate of others. Um, but then, then I sort of think about, well, what, what happens, you know, you hear about, you know, obviously my daughter hasn't reached those, those, um, tempestuous teenage years yet. Um, but then, and that's, you know, hormones and, and all sorts of self-actualizations and thinking and analysis and all of that kind of goes with it. But then come sort of young adulthood and then adulthood and then we, we sort of become these serious people a lot of the time anyway um, or there's the the other extreme of you know some some grown-ups never grow up kind of thing um, but for the the ones that that really kind of do you like what where where did that change how when when did that change how did that change and it's just something that kind of struck me especially as we're coming to Christmas and it's all you know the, it, there's a lot of kind of whimsy and wonder and you know the magic of you know this Santa Claus and how he can travel around the world in one night and deliver all these presents to the children and you know you see kids trying to figure that out you know they're, they're conscious that they know how long it takes them to get from A to B because you know especially if it's from home to school so how is it possible to, to journey around the world in one night and deliver presents to all the little boys and girls and the grown-ups too um uh, so, so the, we go from that to being cynical, <laughs> um, you know, I, I unsure about, you know, people's intentions or motivations and judgmental and, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, I mean, there's, there's, that's not everything, obviously, you know, where there's a lot of lightness and beauty in the world and kindness, which is nice to balance it out too. But I, I was really fascinated with that concept of when, when do we change? And I thought about like in my in my own in my own life, um, pivotal moment for me was when my parents separated. I was eleven, and that kind of that that sort of I suppose made me grow up quite quickly. Um, and I watched sort of my parents going through their stuff, and obviously at the time I kind of remember a little bit of what I was observing and sensing and feeling. And then now I look back as a as a grown up. 
um, with my own family and kind of go, wow, that was that was really intense. Um, even to remembering to take the bin out every week when previously it was just something my mum always did because I, I lived with her. And then I'd go to my dad's and he was sad, always sad and, you know, quite bitter for a while there as well. And it was interesting how to how to see this. And I remember one Christmas, so it comes back to Christmas again, sitting in a, at um, at the Christmas table, like a lunch table in a restaurant and looking around me. And there was my dad, his girlfriend at the time, her son, his wife, her parents who each had other partners and one of the kids from that part. And it was just like this, oh, my blended kind of gathering. I couldn't even really call it a family because I up until that day, I'd never met most of them. And after that day, I haven't seen pretty much any of them ever again. So it was um, a really interesting kind of concept, how that all plays out and, and the complexities that kind of go with it. And ultimately, if we, we have acceptance and love for ourselves and others, it just makes things flow a lot simpler. And we're happier in the process because I look around and there's so much anxiety, there's so much depression, there's so, there's so much unhappiness. And what is, what, is the, what is the journey of life about if we can't at least appreciate things and be happy? I mean, there's always going to be situations and times um, and even the energies around that, that kind of drag us down a bit. And that's, and that's okay. That's, that's bound to happen. And that's why it's good to have strategies to help you get out of it. It's good to have a support network around you to help you when that happens that you can lean on or who will tap into you and sort of tap you on the shoulder and go, are you okay? <laughs> um, I'm here for you. Let's, let's maybe just go grab coffee. Um, and it's, it's amazing how, how simple some of those things can be. But it's, it's being present in the moment and, and not taking things for granted and living in the concept of, of wholeness, presentness, and not constantly wanting a future state to happen before we decide that we should be happy. Because <laughs> I've, I've seen that happen quite a lot as well. Like, oh, I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. And I'm like, well, when what? And what happens when you achieve that when? Does that mean happiness will follow? And... If it does, that's fantastic. But if it doesn't, and you can't really scenarios scenarioize this too much either, because you do make yourself a little bit nuts. And that that's where I think origins of a lot of anxiety come from is kind of future projecting so much to the point where you're running so many different scenarios and wondering how are these each going to play out instead of going whoa whoa hang on a minute let's let's bring it back to present day, focus on what we know what what I know right now what I can do about what I know right now. If the situation around me isn't exactly the way I want it, what am I able to do to influence a change in that situation? Sometimes it might be accepting that, okay, I realize that right now, that particular situation, I can't do anything about. So I need to like park it and go, what can I actually focus on? Ultimately, it's ourselves. Everything we need is in ourselves. That's not to say that we don't focus on anything or anyone else. It's more that how we respond to our lives and respond to the situations that we found ourselves find ourselves in is the power that we have. And that is pretty much the main power that we have because we can't control what other people do. We can't control what rules are made or changed or organizations or governments, anything that's, that's done um, around us. But we can respond rather than react and we can be conscious of our inner being. And this is why I'm so passionate about values, because when we're coming from our core place inside us, our core values and what 
our lives, what we want our lives to be and who we want to be in those lives. It makes it a lot easier to get out of those those pits, those dark periods and to go, you can, you can start to sense patterns of what you do. You're like, okay, when this happens, I either turn to chocolate or I, you know, I, I go crazy or I get so busy that, and you, you, you might just find yourself falling into certain patterns of behavior. And usually they're things that we've either observed as children or we've done early on, received a result that we perceive to be positive, And now we've just tried to replicate it, but it's not actually serving us in the end. And then we work ourselves into an absolute ex- exhaustion to the point where our creativity is just not there. We just feel flat and you just really need time out. And that's where the concept of meditation comes in. And that um, I tell myself that a lot. I, I honestly don't meditate as often as I should. Um, and it's that sort of those peaceful moments at the very least, is something that we all need space to think, to be creative, to be us, especially as mums or parents. There's just always so much going on around. I mean, I even the last couple of weeks, the schedule at my daughter's school, there's, there's this happening this day, got to bring this for this day, this has to go here, this, this is moving this day. So I'm like switching things around and going, oh my gosh, there's just so many things to think about. And that's just for one child. You have more that just multiplies. Um, so it just and then comes you know Christmas. Who's coming? Who's not coming? Menu planning, blah, blah, and you can start to make yourself a little bit nuts as well. So it's it's kind of going. You know what? I'm going to write down the things that I know I need to think about later, but right now, so that I don't forget them. They're they're written down. So I'm going to go. Okay, they're all written down. All good. And if you think of something else, just add it to the list. But come back to the present and go. I am going to just be. I'm actually looking. There's a there's a photograph that came on my on my computer screen now of um, Dorset, um, the the coastline in um, in England, uh, which was our last big family holiday back in 2018, and it's just so peaceful. And I'm like, oh, that was lovely. <laughs> Even things like that. If you've got a trigger that kind of goes, oh, I have a couple of photos that I've I've taken over the years and I printed on canvas. One is Norfolk Island. And another one is in Hanauma Bay in um, on Oahu in Hawaii. And I just look at them. I just stop and I stare at them. One's right near the kitchen. I go, ah, oh, I remember snorkeling there. And it's it's a bit of a break of state. Um, and we all need that because sometimes we just get so in the habit of being busy, the the busyness of being busy. <laughs> um, and that's, that's just going to keep us in constant state of treadmill. Um, and we want to get off the treadmill sometimes because sometimes you might want to just like sit, read, put your feet on that. We have freshly laid grass from a few weeks back. And I have to admit, I just like standing on the grass and walking around barefoot and going, oh, this feels so nice. Earthing myself into Mother Earth. And so I guess this is the, the main kind of theme of, of this episode is really to to take a moment to breathe, to contemplate, to try and create a little bit of space, white space, whatever color you want it to be, but just space and space to think about who you want to be so you can do it consciously rather than reactively living uh, or existing and then kind of stopping and looking back and going, my gosh, where did that year go? What did, what did I actually kind of do? Did I really, did I, was I conscious? Was I intentional? What did I want to do? Um, and now's a really good time to reflect on that as well, because we're coming to the end of a year, which sort of creates a natural kind of end. And then we're going to start a new one in a month's time. And, and it's a good opportunity to, to write 
that story or to at least write the outline of the story you have intention for it to be. There's always things that come and change and, and you might decide something, something you might come and you decide that you're going to change direction and that's perfectly okay. But to have a certain, a certain degree of intention as well. Um, and it'll also help you manage time better too, because otherwise you just kind of float and you just get busy doing stuff rather than intentionally going, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. If I get to do anything more, that's great. But these are the three key things I'm going to do today, <laughs> or I'm going to work towards because you can't always start and finish everything in a day, especially with young children, because that's, that's just impossible. Um, but at least acknowledging that. So I hope this is, it's a little bit, a little bit of a, a brain dump ramble, I, agree, I admit, but it's, um, it's been some thoughts swirling around uh, and also conversations I've been having and things I've been observing. Um, and I really felt it was necessary to share. So if you, um, if you'd like to, please share back if you have any questions or if this resonated with you, let me know. Um, I'd love to start a conversation on it. So have a wonderful rest of your day.